You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Love is Black podcast. I'm Carice. I'm Harvey. And we are in season three. Season three. Woo! Wow. How many episodes is that? This 60. Is, this, so this there is was 30 in season one, 30 in season two, and who knows? We might surprise you and give you, you know, a little bit more or a little less in season three. <laughs> We're mysterious. I'm mysterious. I'm not? Well, no. Well, We've already established this in season one. I'm so mysterious. Maybe, you know, maybe it's time to change it up. Keep you on your toes, per se. Keep me how on about, my toes. How about that? I mean, that would be interesting. It would be a definite change of pace. Right. Yes. Okay, we'll see. Yes. Okay. And so, speaking of change of pace, mm-hmm. we's in season three. Season three. Season one, we did a lot of stuff where it was us talking about us. Is, there's season... nothing left for you to know about us. We told you everything, I think. I mean, no, I'm mysterious. There's a lot more left that they could know about me. I don't know. Maybe or, there's nothing more they can know about you. Or me. If there's stuff for them to learn, there's stuff for me to learn, too. About you because you're mysterious. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so I don't know you. Like, I think I know you. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Is your name even Carice? I mean, we don't know because I don't have my original birth certificate. So there's that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Great, great. You're okay. We're we're off topic though. Season (laughs) one, (laughs) season one was all about us. Mm -hmm. Season two was all about couples that was fun. and black love mm-hmm. and really just putting black love out there to the world season three mm-hmm. mixing it up a little bit yes so these first two seasons black love relationships romantic relationships season three we're still gonna do that but now we've expanded what black love means so it's not just couples now it's families it's Excuse me, what kind of marriage, what kind of relationships you have? We're going to explore black love in its entirety. Yes. So be ready for this season of different things, different people, different mm-hmm. discussions. This is going to be fun. Yes. And we'll probably give them maybe a little sneak peek with like maybe a little tease. Maybe. As to something at the end of this episode. Maybe. We'll see. They need a reason to stick around. I mean, um, we're awesome, but you know. That should be enough. Around. Okay, we'll see. No? All right. Okay. We'll stick around anyway. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> today we talk in expectations. Expectations. So, you know us and our gang of children. And everybody, most people have a phone and social media is rampant. And one of our kids, she know who she is. She's probably going to be listening to this episode at some point. Get oh, back yeah. and do your homework, by the way. So, she lives on TikTok. Lives on this, which is insane. But, like I've mentioned, because she does, I do the same to kind of keep an eye on what she does. That's and probably how it started. That's how it started. And then, through watching her and seeing the foolishness that she puts out, I'm like, let me look. And there's interesting stuff that I found, too. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing that that I caught that though was interesting and it was just this um, it's meme it's just some content somebody put out and it's this question it's men 
asking women, what do you bring to the table? We're talking about relationships. You know, if we're going to date, what do you bring to the table? Why as a man should I be interested in you? Why should we be together? And it's brought about, as you would expect, a lot of interesting discussion. Like, I bring so much to the table. And so you, it's every side is covered. You've got people who are annoyed, people like don't understand why the question is being asked. Right. So let's talk about it. Okay. Well, I think to start, we should kind of lay out what expectations, I guess, sort of mean. Right. So when I'm thinking expectations as far as just the word itself it's a preconceived idea in your mind that you are um, anticipating right right okay so if we're to talk about expectations and we're talking about it it within a relationship it's that other person so heterosexual homosexual asexual I don't know whatever right. whatever sexual mm-hmm. it's that opposite person who would be in the relationship with you what are you expecting them to come to the table with right right that's that's yeah that's fair do you perceive it as anything different or um no i think well i think for the um just for the sake of this conversation while there are obviously a lot of different sexual you know titles or whatever orientations but for this discussion we're going to stick to the heterosexual man woman discussion because it's what we know and okay. I think it's fair that, you know, other ones, there's different, there's different reasons, different things to be, you know, to expect. So we don't know about those, but we know about this. So I think we're going to keep talking about that. Um, so what it was, I think what brought it about is that there's just a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of black men attacking black women. There's a lot of black women attacking black men. It's just real, real, just, it's bad. There's just a lot of attacks. So because of that, and like this is what men are expected to be, expected to do, and like men are sick of it. All right, so what are you going to bring? So what is it that is the expectation then? So what I think a lot of men say is this. As a man, what I'm supposed to bring to a potential date relationship is, as a man, I'm supposed to pay for the date. Okay. I'm supposed to be. So as the man, and I think what the issue is, is that a lot of men feel like we just kind of pick and choose. Women want you know, we're independent women, blah, 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 whatever, unless it's a date, then it's, I'm supposed to pick the place, I pick you up, I pay for everything. The nerve of you to even ask if we go Dutch or if you want to pay. It's a lot of that. So the expectation, and this is what men are saying. So obviously as a woman, you may say, I don't know if that's true, but this is just what men, this is their response. So So, we're just talking first date? So for dates in general and even relationships. So you got a date, relationship. So you start... And we're date and we're dating in that first date. It's stuff like dates, I guess when they started off, they were just these extravagant things. We're gonna go out to this expensive restaurant, whatever, have fun. But there's men who are like, well, what if we just went out for coffee and just talked? That's what? a thing people yeah, do. Yeah, but a lot of there's a lot of ladies who don't like that. There's a lot of oh, and if like if you broke, just say it. If you can't, you know, if you can't afford to take me to a restaurant, just say it. As opposed, because what it comes down to is that a date isn't me showing you how much money I have and what I can do for you. A date is me getting to know you. So I shouldn't have to take you to Ruth Chris for us to get to know you. It shouldn't be the location. It should be us. 
So, okay. Right? So, if, right. I, so if I walk, if we walk, you know, we get some coffees and we walk along the pier and we talk. That's nice, but that would, some women would take that as, oh, you know, you can't afford to do better than this. You don't deserve me. Well, I think there where we have the discrepancy might be in the expectation. So the expectation is to get a great first impression. And that first impression for many women might feel like if you're not trying hard, you don't really want this, right? So if you're taking me to coffee... I mean, you could go to coffee with a friend, a coworker, a family member. You could go to coffee with anybody, but you wouldn't take just anybody to Ruth Chris. That's when you're trying to really create a great first impression, which would then be, you know, the start of potentially something longer and more committed along the way. So maybe that is the breakdown there from my perspective, is that if you're expecting a grand gesture, it's because you want that big first impression, that thing that you know that he's not out there doing for just any old body. It's because he really wants you. So he's putting himself all the way out there. So you want an unique experience just for you. Why? Why? Because I'm special. Okay. Why are you special? And the good kind of special, not the bad kind. Right, good. So the question (laughs) is, why are you special? What do you mean, why am I special? You said, I'm asking. Let's just go down this road. I'm going to do something unique for you so that you get this great first impression. What it is about you, aside from the fact that you obviously were attractive enough, Mm -hmm. and then as a man, because we have to do it, we have to step to you, we have to talk to you, we have to have game, we have to do whatever it is to get you. And then get you to say yes. And now, on top of that, now I have to have a great first impression. Why do I need to do all that? Why would you say yes to somebody if you didn't expect something or you didn't see something to begin with? So it's just an opportunity. It feels like it's a shot. It's a chance to just get a meal and see where you're going to take me. See how nice. Let's see what kind of experience you can give me. Why am I the one that's obligated to do so? It's just setting the ex, the it's setting a standard as oh. to where <laughs> I think this might go. So where do I think we may potentially be in the future if we're right now only on coffee date one, date two, and even I think honestly, coffee as a first date. Or, I mean, I don't drink coffee, but whatever, I would have tea. But getting to know somebody in a neutral space where there doesn't feel like there's a heavy burden, where I have to get super dressed up or whatever, whatever, or I have to spend a, a large amount of time, maybe a couple of hours I have to dedicate to this thing. If we could just sit down and maybe for a half hour, 45 minutes, just kind of get to know whether or not we want to go on an, another date or like an official date, I would say that's a, a nice thing. I would appreciate that. But be Beyond that, let's say, you know, everything is something small and minimal where, you know, the first time it's Starbucks, the second time it's Applebee's and we eat off the two for 20. Like, I don't get an opportunity to order from the real menu. I have to order from the two for 20. And then the next time we go to Fridays, but it's only when it's happy hour because it seems like there's an issue here. As far as fundage, 
Okay. So let's... so where do I see the future? Right. If we right here are in the struggle and like I just met you. Okay. So what I get from that is that the expectation for that guy is that he needs to be established already. Is that he can't come to you as he's ascending. As he's becoming better. Like, what if the first date was this, but then it was this, it was two for 10, but then it was this, it was three for 20, and we only went at specific times and everything is cheaper. I don't see a future with this guy because he's not coming through with the thumbs. But Me let- as I am now, because I would want somebody who is... Um, to say, you know, it sounds terrible, even as I'm just thinking it before I say it, mm. but on your level, you want somebody who can provide you with something similar to where you already are, who can meet you where you are, or, I mean, it's always great to meet somebody who's higher than wherever you are, but at least at the bare minimum. So if I can go out on my own and take myself and maybe a friend out and do better than a two for 20 menu... I anticipate that somebody who's going to come into my life would be at least there, at least there. However, if the struggle is real, like when we met each other, the struggle was real. Right. Yeah. Then I'm cool with that. In Mm. fact, I'm probably encouraging you to get two for 20 with me. I'm like, I'm struggling. Can we struggle together? That Mm. way I don't look as poor as I am. Now, the difference, (coughs) the difference is we were friends long before all of that came about. So you knew the struggle, but you knew me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't rolling in dough. I wasn't filthy. What I had was my own apartment, my car. I could eat at a job, you know, because you were there with me. You know me. So me not having a whole lot of money, um, I couldn't take you to some amazing restaurant. But what you got is a good person. So I think what is the question becomes is, let's say the thing you just mentioned, first date cheap, second date cheap, third date cheap. But every time we went, we had a, a fantastic conversation. The first time I learned about you, you learned about my dreams and the things I want to do. The second date, we talked about you and your struggles and all the stuff that you're going through. You're trying to, get, you're trying to work, you're trying to do this and you're struggling and you're just talking. Third date. We're just opening up. We're just like, this is what I'm going through, the struggle. And you find friendship. So there wasn't value in the steak that you ordered, but there was value in the experience that you had in that date. So my question is, you can find a man who can buy you anything and take you anywhere and he can be an ass. There is this idea that finance, that what you can bring is the most important thing. I think it also stems in a person's history, too, because I I definitely got a different experience when I was dating you than the guy I was dating when we were just friends. Right. You know, that was a situation that I was funding like 100% to the point where I'm paying somebody else's rent so that they don't get evicted from their apartment and then any dates that's on me and then I'm even transporting this person to and from work Mm -hmm. so if the next step it for me is to have a great conversation with somebody who's exactly that same way you know what I'm saying it it feels like I can have a great conversation but do I want to be you know sustaining somebody else's life 
is that what I'm looking for? So perhaps I think uh, background is important too because people may have been through things so they set somewhat higher standards because me and whoever was before you may have had really great conversations but at some point all that other stuff started to wear. It wears down on things, right? Mm -hmm. And then even the relationships before um not all were the same but you know we uh, there's definitely a clear one mm-hmm. where there was a similar pattern so maybe perhaps in overcoming repeating these same patterns you want to meet somebody who's going to meet you at least on your level who is going to at least at the very very least be able to afford a certain type of date now whatever the levels are because there's some people who are used to high, high standards, and, like, Ruth Chris is, like, a, an insult to them. They need restaurants much more expensive mm-hmm. and much more, you know, high class. So it's all relative, but maybe you want somebody at a certain level because of whatever you've gone through in the past. That that conversation may be wonderful, but I'm not trying to pay nobody's bills again. So if it looks like that might be a red flag, that's when it's time for me to dip out. You know what's interesting is... That is okay. That, that makes sense. But there is no problem with a guy dating a girl who can't take care of herself. There is no expectation of women being able to feed themselves, to take care of themselves, to do whatever. If you think about how a lot of women are raised, you grow up in your home and then you leave your home and you move in with your husband or whatever. And the way it goes is that you court, you meet somebody and you move on. And this guy is trying to get you. So he's trying to impress you. And, then, and this is not the case anymore, but a long t- for a long time it was. See a beautiful girl, you like her, you take her out, fun time, dinner, dancing, whatever, all this stuff, so that she likes you. So, But still now, there's plenty of men who will see somebody cute who's probably broke as can be, ain't got nothing, and will take her out on a date. There's no expectation that she needs to have all this money. Because we're the men, we're supposed to be doing everything for the date. But women, oh, I have a certain level, certain expectation. Oh, this is what it is for the future. That is just whatever. I could be rich. I could take you out to a great restaurant. I could be a bad guy. And our relationship could be bad, but you're sleeping in a really nice bed. So that's why to me, the whole, the date shouldn't be based on funds. You shouldn't determine whether somebody is going to be good or bad for you because the first date was cheap. And you know what? Everybody has baggage. Everyone. So I'm not really interested in, oh, I dealt with this. I was hurt. So was I. So everybody comes in with whatever. So I did too. Be an adult. And as a result, you might have different red flags. Like if you found that something that triggers you from a previous relationship (laughs) is coming up. Let's say it's something, you know... Um, where the person is starting to lose trust because there's some sort of like lying or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was something from a previous relationship that you're like, no, 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 no. This is a red flag. We got to cut this out right at the start. So the triggers might be different for everybody and that's okay. You know, it just sets a different expectation, Right. right? So all I was trying to say is that when it comes to that type of thing with the dates and financials, that there may be a backstory. For some people, that backstory might not be from a relationship. Some people, that backstory might be from just how they grew up. Mm -hmm. 
maybe they had, you know, a single parent household and they don't want to repeat those types of patterns. They would like to have a partner and have a dual income household instead of a single income household. Or maybe they don't want to be the primary breadwinner. Maybe they foresee themselves, if you grew up with a a single mother or a single father or a single parent household, maybe you foresee yourself as being a stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. And so you need to meet somebody who at some point can, you know, take over the financials that right. way you can step back from whatever your current employment opportunity is and so forth and step into that role of being a full-time parent or right. whatever those goals are. So you never know what right. exactly it might be that's, you know, really creating that expectation, mm-hmm. but well, yeah, like we said, we all we all have our demons, our struggles, our baggage, our mm-hmm. history. But that's why a first date, for the situation you just mentioned, you know, maybe you're looking to be a stay-at-home mom, something like that. A question, if that's what you want, then the single best thing you can do is say that. So, you know, we're dating. Because there's that's, a whole that's lot. That's intimidating. Well, yeah, but first okay. Date. Hi, how are you? But no, I'm not saying that right <laughs> off the bat. But a good, a good date, a good, okay, Oh, we're talking whatever. I'm not saying, oh, look, I'll have the filet mignon, and by the way, you're going to be the one running the house. I'll be here taking care of things. It's not that. But it's eventually something you bring up. If that's what you want, you need to say it. And you need to gauge the person that you're out, the man that you're out with. Is he just looking at you because he wants some sex? Is he talking to you? Is he listening? These are things that you gain. And the restaurant that you go to has no bearing on the kind of guy that he is. It's just him. And that's why you put a date and you take away the shackles of funds and money being spent in a loud club or a restaurant who has the nicest car and you break it down to the bare essential. Who are you? What have you been through? What, you know, what's going on? What would happen? What are we going to do? You know, that's the stuff that sustains a relationship. The great dinner is just one thing. If that's the best part of a relationship, then you're screwed because that's superficial. So what I think we were getting at is in terms of relationships. So the guy's expected to be set. He's expected to be comfortable, to be able to live because women want to make sure this is what I'm going to be, what I see for the future. Mm -hmm. So then the question is, what do you bring to the relationship that the man doesn't already have? That he doesn't already do. That he already takes care of himself with. So you are bringing what? A womb. Okay. So children. Having children. Okay. That's That fine. he can't bring to the table or right. do but, for himself. But, but to be fair, you can't have a child without me either. Yeah, but so you asked what is it that he right, can't so, do for himself. Okay. So that's one thing he cannot do for himself. That's fair. So you, as a woman, if we want to start a family, we can there are a lot of women out there who've determined that they won't be, they, they, I don't know, they won't be determined. Their, you know, their value, value isn't determined by whether they want to have kids or not. There are a lot of women who just don't want to. Yeah. So let's, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll switch off for a second. So let's say you don't want to have kids. So you come to the relationship and you don't want to have kids. Maybe this man agrees. And maybe he's had kids in a previous relationship or he just grew up in a, rela- in a situation where 
it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to have kids. So your womb, well, still great because we'll do other things in there. But <laughs> the idea of, gr- of starting a family is not up. Is not up for debate. Okay. So what else do you bring? Companionship. Okay. What kind of companionship? Because I got friends. You have friends? I have friends. and That are companions on that level what, so let's what say le- something traumatic happens because life and especially as you get further into a relationship mm-hmm. it's about being there for the highs and the lows the goods the bads the health the you know not health so when something bad happens who's there to really like take care of you nurture you and really support you through these things oftentimes it is that companion whoever you're you're with especially if they're a good person some people you know that'll break a relationship Mm -hmm. off real quick don't Mm -hmm. let something bad happen because they're out but a good companion is there no matter what so then we're not even talking about a sexual relationship we're talking literally companionship yeah like that's what yes yes i think that's even more than a sexual relationship everybody needs a good companion a good a good companion i think that i could have a companion who i've been with if i have been friends with that person forever if we've been friends 20 years something years and we've stayed close and we're together and something crazy happens that person would do their best to take care of me. You think they would drop everything, maybe move into your home, like take care of you overnights and whatever? Well, in the end, it depends. That person might also have their own life going on. Well, that's true. And and that's that's a fair fair statement. But that companion is going to be somebody you're with. If something bad happens, that person is going to be somebody you live with. That's... Right. Somebody that you're having sex with and whatever. You're not, this is not somebody who's so tight. The guy just living in a, in a house and nothing's going on. That's clearly your spouse or significant other. Okay. So what else? Because we're, we're getting sex. We're getting all this. So that just kind of comes with it. If we're in a relationship, you better take care of me. Something goes down you and I better? will take care of you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I don't like the you better. If we're in a relationship, if we are... Monogamous. It is just me, you, and something goes down. Yes, you better take care of me. Wow. And likewise, if something happens to you, you can say that to me. You better take care of me. I Without I question. Say that to you. I would. That's the problem. I would That's be appreciative. It's fine. I wouldn't feel like it. I'm but see, entitled you're, to it. you're taking it as negative. I'm taking it as yes. you're going Anytime to. Anytime you tell me better, okay. I, I yes. Right. See, don't th- tell me I better do right. something because that yeah. feels like an order. I don't like an order. I am mysterious. Okay. It, it feels like a red flag to me. <laughs> It feels like wow. So it's so the wording, the wording is so important. <laughs> maybe we should slow down a little bit. Oh, we should Ma- slow down. Maybe you don't need two splendor in your unsweet tea. <laughs> maybe you just get one. Cause I don't know about you. I'm just saying. I'm mysterious. So, You'll never okay. know. So relationship. What do you bring? So you say companionship. Yes, which and a is womb. incredibly important. Okay. And a womb, which you okay. definitely cannot provide yourself. Understood. So what else? What else? What else? Companionship is it? That's enough? Companionship is like the crux. That's it? Yes. If we don't have like a solid companionship, friendship, you know, like relationship that is something greater than Mm -hmm. where if there's good, bad, whatever, we're Mm -hmm. riding it out together. I I don't know what else you need besides that companionship. Isn't that why we enter into relationships? So does that mean that we can meet 
I'm not making a lot of money, but I can supply you companionship and we can be a thing and there's no resentment because as a man I'm not taking care of you as you're long as taking that's something that I want and that does because that... if that's not something that I want right. everybody has a vision for their future at some point you envisioned your future you know not being married and you know right. whatever whatever yeah. everybody has a vision for their future right. so perhaps if that's in the plan then yeah if that's something that that person values over Everything else, I just want companionship. I don't care if we live under a bridge or if we live in a mansion. I just want a companion. Then, Okay, that sounded that's nice. That's wonderful. That's nice. Now, let's take a moment. Let's <laughs> take a moment. And let's, be re- <laughs> let's get to deep, dark honesty here. Deep, okay. What? Give me a percentage of black women, or it might even be women in general, okay. who would legitimately, legitimately be fine with what we just talked about. The guy is not really financial, financially stable. Okay. She is financially stable. Mm-hmm. She's the, the breadwinner. She's taking care of things in the house. And this man is being taken care of. Mm-hmm. How legitimately women who would not then at some point hold that over that man's head. How many women? What percentage of women do you think would be comfortable in that relationship? Honestly. I'd say maybe 10 to 15. Exactly. So 10 to 15%. But that is the, you switch it. The expectation is for men to be that person in the relationship. Yes, but and women, that's a societal standard. Right, but yeah, that's, that's cute. Um, but <clears throat> societal... That's real. It, yeah, right, but that doesn't mean you have to follow it. This, we are literally in this liberation of women. I don't have to have children if I don't want to. I don't have to be in a relationship. I don't have to be married. I don't have to do any of this stuff. I okay, can be whatever does, I want. Does the man still feel like a man? Well, that's because that's what we're expected. No matter what happens in society in terms of how women are, women can be independent. They can work. They can make their own money. But still, when it comes to the courting, the dating, the man is still expected to be that man. Mm-hmm. There is no like, oh, listen, you rich, ma'am. You making that money. You a CEO. You a president. Why am I paying for you? No, because I'm a woman. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take me out. So we kind of pick and choose that independence. So Wouldn't you as a man want to take care of your woman? What if I didn't? What if I, what if I wanted to be in a relationship? So what are you bringing to that woman? Well, what, no, see, there's never... Well, what I'm bringing is uh-huh. I'm bringing what you want. You said no. You oh. said that the woman wants somebody at her level. So he has to have money. He's got to have a car, a place to live. I can't come to you with nothing. You can come to me with nothing, but you're cute, and that's enough. But a well, man that's can't. that's what that woman is bringing to that man. If she's that's just, what he wants, if he's just looking for somebody attractive right and then. not somebody that is like a, a, a same, that's meeting him at his level, that's yeah. right. That's so that's what choice. I'm right, right. Of course, fair. That's a choice, but there is no choice the other way. I can't come to you as a man looking nice and I don't have the super great Armani whatever suit, but I can't come to you super looking nice because at some point is what's going to happen in this relationship. What's going to happen if I get sick? You going to take care of me? What are we going to do in our anniversary? You going to take me? We going to travel and we give me a nice car. You going to get me them shoes? That comes to eventually the superficial will come into play. What do you bring to me? While well, a woman doesn't have to have that. A man does. A man can just, you know, I like her, whatever. But a woman at some point can maybe see him for what he is to start. But eventually, how are we going to live together? How mm-hmm. are we going to survive together? But you could be a woman and you could be rich. 
and we could live comfortably with you, but you're not really a man if you're not taking care of us. Would you feel like that? Don't would the man feel like the man of the relationship and the man of the like who's taking care of this woman who can legitimately have the father put the woman's hand into his hand and say, I'm going to take care of your daughter if the daughter is really taking care of the husband. Well, see, that is, and that's the crux of this, is that no matter how independent we are, no matter a woman, I don't need men, I can do whatever, at the end, it really comes down to what a man is. What a man, would I feel like a man? I don't work. You work. Mm-hmm. I take care of the house and the kids, and I'm a man. Without question. I'm not, I'm not less of a man because you work and I don't. So that question isn't for men. The question is for women. Do you see him as a man if you're the one taking care of things and he's not? You would think less it of him because... It is still a question for men because I feel like you guys are, as per society standards, right. so when you talk about women and how they were raised or whatever, mm-hmm. you talk about men and how they're raised, you're supposed to take care of right. your family. You're yeah. supposed to whatever. So will that man still feel like a man? It depends. Well, I guess we're in a more liberated, open-minded time because there's a lot of stay-at-home dads. There's a lot of dads who, a lot of men who are just aren't in relationships but are and are not the primary breadwinner. The question becomes, what do you see that man is? Because I can be whoever, but at some point, how you see me is going to determine how the relationship goes. I can be comfortable as a man. I'm comfortable as a man now. But if you one day say, you know what? I'm working. I'm doing all this. And this dude don't do a damn thing. What kind of man are you? And that's something that eventually will, can come. Because, like you said, how we grew up, how we're you know, raised in society. We are raised to be the one to take care of family, to take care of that girl, to talk to that, woman, to that girl's father and get his permission and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So all that stuff, all that traditional stuff is there along with the independent woman who doesn't need a man, who doesn't need to have a relationship, who doesn't need all this stuff. So it's, I don't need you, but you better do it. So you have this dichotomy of stuff. So what you get to is men. All right. So if that's what it is, and I'm supposed to be that guy anyway, aside from some sex and companionship. Which is incredible. Which is important. nice. But if I, what if I, you know, if I want a really good friend or whatever. So a companionship, does that really match everything else that a man brings to a relationship? Because I'm taking care of you for you to stay. Well, you just asked what a man can't do for himself. Right. That a woman could bring. Right. And so that's something totally different from, you know, the the newest incarnation of the question. Right. But um, I think that it goes both ways, honestly. You could also ask from a woman's perspective, what can a man bring to the table that the woman can't do for herself because uh, there are a lot more women getting educated and and postgraduate degrees and you know high salaries and buying houses independent of Mm -hmm. a spouse or a partner Mm -hmm. there's a lot more of that going on so there's it's not like there's these women that are like oh i'm so helpless i need a man in order to come up in the world until, they have that independence. Until it's right? time. So what's to, that man bringing un, to the table? Until it's time for a date. That woman who's got all the finances, all the money, she's comfortable. That woman is not expecting to pay for her date. That woman is expecting that man to be a man when we have that date. 
So you don't need a man, but you you better act like one when we dating. So that's societal so that's what, standards. Societal standards is cute. Societal standards, so then, you know. Are you gonna show up at the wedding in the wedding dress and me show up in the tux? No, societal standards. Right. Exactly. Well, like, that's a that's a whole other episode. To, oh no, we have a whole that's a whole other episode. We gotta follow these traditional it, roles. Exactly. So what it means is that no matter where we go, men have to be the same. How men, traditional men, the toxic man, the toxic masculinity. All that stuff needs to stay all the time, all that, aside from the, you know, the abuse and all the bad things that come with it. But in terms of being a man, all that is expected. Women have changed a lot. Women are just, there's more of you in the, in the workforce, I'm pretty yes. sure. More of you in college is yes. doing big things. Yes. And you're independent. So now I don't need a man. I don't need that. I can do on my own. That part. So women have changed, but men are expected to be exactly the same. That's the thing. So, you know, I'm the woman. You have to chase me. You have to show me that you can take care of me so that maybe the relationship can go. And the only way for you to show me that you can take care of me is the restaurant you take me to or the drink that we order or that we went to the restaurant and it wasn't happy hour. It was the most expensive time that day. And damn it, I want that filet mignon just to make sure that you can afford it. Because if you can't afford that filet mignon on a Wednesday, bing, big, huge. And if you can't afford that steak on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock, then you wouldn't be able to take care of me if we had a nice house and a storm took out our house. You wouldn't be able to help us get a new house or whatever because you couldn't take care of me at big moments. So we determined that based on where we ate. It's, it's first impressions and it's expectations and there's some sort of history that builds that standard. So, like I said, there might have been somebody before you. So, you know, you're real offended about this first date and that it wasn't that it wasn't appreciated for whatever it was. But there may have been somebody else or a couple somebody else's who went on that same or similar first type of date and it wound up being something really bad for her and so now she's got a red flag for something that another woman might not have a red flag for y'all might just not be a batch it might not be meant to be see the problem is is that i think a lot of women go into these relationships with um i've been hurt this is what happened to me when i dated this guy and we did this thing mm -hmm. and there's almost this idea that y'all the only one and you're not the only one. Men get hurt as much as women do. Right. But we don't get that luxury when it comes to a date. I could have been dating some woman and I took her to a really nice restaurant and we were great. And we hung out and we had fun. And she had, and you know what? She ate and when it was over, I dropped her off peace and never heard from her again and she ghosted me. And that could happen maybe once or twice. So maybe I'm not trying to do that this time. Maybe I'm going to take you somewhere simple. And I want to see what kind of person you are. And a red flag real quick. If you're like, this is what we're doing, then I know I can just slow the car down and drop you off. And then I can keep it moving. Okay. And you're so, entitled to that red but, flag. No, we aren't. Just like that woman. Yes, you no, are entitled no, to not, not call we, that woman back. You are not obligated right, no, that, to continue to see that person. Well, that's true. But the, the vast majority of dating men don't have that. We're supposed to do this. We're supposed to be that man and take care and do this thing with the courting and the dating and the relationships. So I can come with a whole lot of baggage when it comes to dating. I have to put that aside because I still have to take you out. I still have to do something to get that first impression. When you're ready. Right. Are we, I mean, but then why would a woman date if she's not ready? 
she doesn't have to say yes. She does not have to accept but a she, date. Right. And you don't have to approach a woman right. if you're not ready to date. But there's plenty of women who take that date, know they're going to get some food, and they do it for <laughs> a meal. Dead ass. I said it, something one time. What? Okay. <laughs> I said something one no, time. No, 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 no. I've experienced, no, I've experienced that. It wasn't you. I'm talking about my man in this world. I'm... <laughs> You talk to, oh, you're the first one who brought that up? No. Yes. Hi, black man here. It's happened. <laughs> I know. So You took people on dates? I, I did. I did take people on dates. That's and surprising. What does that mean? Mm. What does that mean it's surprising? Hashtag what you Harvey think that I, how, how am I hoeing if I went out on a date? Mm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Who knew you went out on dates? Wow. You thought I'd just pick up the girl you from the house. You know their name? Wow. Wow. You know you think you know somebody. I know, and then you find out that they went on dates. Dates. Surprise. I'm trying to get to know these people. What? What do you what, what do you think courting is? <laughs> hey girl. You are not courting these girls. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Whatever. You courted like three women. That's not true. Not courting, three. Attempting to court women. Sometimes it works, sometimes they're interested, sometimes they're not. But I've been on dates where it was, you know, we went out, didn't really work out, we move on. Sometimes I dated and, you know, date one, date two, it worked out. Maybe three dates in, then it didn't work out. Things happen. I'm not... Hoeing has nothing to do with dating. What is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't even know that you, you oh, had dated. Oh, my goodness. I thought you had dated like I am not this three people that you, I'm and I'm not, number three. I am not this hoe that you, you know, that you not tell now. these people. Not Not ever. <laughs> you got a history, baby. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. What I, th- I think what we can do and kind of wrap up this discussion is that I think there are pressures on both sides. For men and for women, as a man, I can speak to the pressures that we deal with, that we are expected to not, not to that first date doesn't just represent that first date. It could represent how our life is going to be 20 years down the line. I have to come through to make sure that you feel secure on the first date. Yeah, and she should make you, she should, as the woman, she should make you as the man feel that, you know, there's something more, that there's something, there shouldn't be any red flags on either end. And there can potentially be. Her attitude about that date and her expectations not being met and so therefore she is, you know, acting a certain type of way. Like these things, if it don't mesh, it don't mesh. You got to find somebody who's where you want them to be. And I think that is the, the overall Okay, so if that's something that you're you're looking for, you need to put that out there from the beginning. If you were you want to approach a woman and you ask her, "Can I take you out?" Where is it that you all are going to go? Like if it's looking like it might be funky, if you say red lobster, okay, um I'm sorry, it turns out I actually have a work meeting that night. Right. And um, I'm going to call you back so we can reschedule. And then you never call her back. Right. You know? Right. That's fine. Right. So that woman has a huge red flag. <laughs> huge. Because if I tell her Red Lobster, she's like, nah, I'm cool. Um, be happy. I took you to get seafood. Because that stuff is not cheap. Wow. But if where we go is that important, it's already a bad start. Yeah. If I say to you, you know, there's a, and I think another thing that you can associate with this is that there's a lot of men who feel like maybe we're trying to do something where you're out in public. Maybe you feel safe. We do some coffee houses outside and we're just having coffee and we walk around. So it's not some big meal because you can't, can you really get to know somebody sitting at some table, eating some food, or if you just sat down or if we found some cupcake place 
And we just sat down, we had some cupcakes, and we talked about such. And the expense wasn't in the date. The expense was in the experience. Yeah. So, but that's you. And I mean, I think, and I believe that you would be one of those women to be like, you know what? He ain't takes me anywhere crazy. But where we went was special. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think men don't think. There are a lot of women who are like that. There's just this. This is where you're going to take me, where we're going to eat. You're going to take care of me. And if you can't do that, then not only could you not take care of me today, 10 years down the line, you're not going to be good enough for me anyway. So I think that's what it is. I think it's just a real, what, besides, you know, house, job, 401k, whatever. I can get sex wherever I want. Wow. Yeah. Harvey B. Howard. No. I'm bad. I can get sex whenever. So you bringing sex to the relationship isn't the deal breaker. I can companionship. I have friends, whatever. What else? What else is there? Will you come and take care of the house and be that woman who will take care of the house, take care of the kids, that type of thing? If you bring that and are comfortable that your man lead and do all these things, if that's what you bring, then you say that. And that's good. And there's a lot of men who want that. I just want you to know that that companionship that you just disregarded Mm -hmm. because you have friends. There are no friends that are your friend like I'm your friend. Well, you're my wife. That's what I'm saying. uh, So that's that level of companionship. This is something different. That's a whole nother level. You'll never have a friend that will be a companion in that same way. So with that being said, don't disregard companionship. Nobody's disregarding it. Nobody's disregarding it, but the companionship that you speak of comes with a monogamous relationship. Right, and it's something that you can't get from your friendships. Mm -hmm. Just your, you know, even your your ace boon coon, your day one, like, that person is not going to have that same type of companionship with you that a spouse or significant other would. Okay. Well, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I think it is. I think, you know, what's the best way to go about it is if we recognize that everybody has expectations. Yes. That everybody should give the other person an opportunity to be who they are and for you to learn who they are and to learn what it's like to be with them. And don't base everything on the superficial. Unless it's a red flag. Unless it's a red flag. Unless red flag. If, Right. If you're, if you're superficial... Then, you know, I don't, and we, I pick you up and you're like, this is where we're going. I'm, I'm, I may stop the car. I may not. I may slow down. Pop the, you know, pop the, listen, you could jump out right now. Wow. That's real rude. It is rude. Almost as rude as, oh, we're going to Red Lobster? I know, but it's not kicking somebody out without even stopping the car. That's, okay. That's I, I mean, I'm not going to be on 50. <laughs> but if I slow down to a legit 15 to 20, you're able to jump out, get your steps good. So disrespectful. Get out there. And then you make it. You you know, you may scrape a knee or something, but you'll be all right. You'll wow. make it. Wow. It is what it is. I'm saying, be nice to me. I'll be nice to you. Wow. We'll do that. Wow. This was, an, you know, an interesting discussion. Um, and I don't know, for us, it was never it was never that thing. Even though I know I kind of fit the role of that man when we were dating. Because we went out and I pretty much paid for when we were eating and whatever. And I feel like you offered, but I, you know, I got it. That type of thing. As we dated more. That was a choice. Right. Exactly. No, I decided that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. There are men who are like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I was, you know, raised that way. I'm chivalrous. I've always been that way. This is, I'm taking you out. This type of thing. I have no problem with that. That's what I bring. 
But if it got to the point where you didn't, didn't like what I was doing because of the price or this restaurant only had two stars, I'm at least a four star girl, you know, stuff like that, then peace. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm saying, look, I took you to the finest TGI Fridays there was. So you, uh, you, did, yeah, you did. I did. And I'll back and whatever. But we had fun. And I feel like we got to know each other because we were friends for a while, but then even dating. And then we got to dating and that was a whole nother level. And there's just a lot to it. There should be room for growth in a relationship and it shouldn't be defined by what's in my wallet. And I think that's what a lot of men want. They want the chance or the opportunity to take you to do something with you that's real, not superficial. So I think, at least that's my opinion of that situation. I don't have to worry about that because I'm married. I got a hot wife. All is well. All is well. All is well. All is well. So, interesting discussion about expectations. 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 Okay, and now, mm-hmm. what can our listeners expect for season three? <laughs> so, like we said, season three comes with an expanded view of black love. Yeah. So, we're still going to bring couples to you. Give a little nugget. But little nugget. A little nugget? What's something, what's one thing you're looking forward to? Okay. So, last season we attempted to get a couple who was, what's the term? Polyamorous? Polyamorous. And we had a hard time making that happen, but this season, we got it. Yes! And we have a discussion coming with a polyamorous couple, and it's really interesting. Really interesting because I think it's it's a good discussion and we may have to do like an episode afterwards where we kind of just discuss that mm-hmm. because there's a there's a lot of stigma attached to it. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of misgivings, a lot of things people don't know or expect. This couple that we spoke to really opened our eyes mm-hmm. to how these relationships can work. Yeah. This was one of the more fun things that we got to record. That was so, definitely fun. So that yes. was fun. I that, that and I like that we have another um, pair mm-hmm. coming up that is not in a relationship but have a relationship, a sibling relationship. Yes, right. Yes, yes. That I'm looking forward to because right. you know we don't talk enough about those familial relationships when yes. it comes to black love, and mm-hmm. sometimes those are the strongest bonds, the siblings. Exactly, and strong, that's a good one. Bonds. That was. These sisters who are authors and they talk about life and what they wrote is a direct reflection on how they live and how close they are is amazing. It's wonderful. And it's fun. That's another good one. Yeah. So nice little nuggets. Something to keep you intrigued. Mm -hmm. Those will be coming up in the the next couple of weeks. But we've got a whole lot of stuff in the lineups. A lot of stuff just Mm -hmm. waiting Mm -hmm. for you guys. So thank you for your patience. We've enjoyed our summer. Mm -hmm. We hope you've enjoyed your summer. And, you know, we look forward to you joining us every week. Every Thursday, Thursday. new episodes will drop. And welcome to season three. You know what to do if you are on what? So what is it? It's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all that. So go to all those spots where you get your podcast from. Subscribe. 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 Like. Rate. Rate. Review all that good stuff. Five stars. (laughs) Tell your friends. Tell your best friend. 
Tell yes. your companion. Tell everybody you know, Harvey and Carice, they're going at it again. They talking. Yes. And you need to be there at the crack of 6 a.m. Thursdays, <laughs> every Thursday, to hear what we talk about. So we're excited for this new season. And if any of you would like to share your story mm. or your version of Black Love, mm-hmm. now that you know that it doesn't have to be just a couple, you can be any type of Black Love. We are... We are exploring all the options this season. Feel free to reach out to us at loveisblackpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram. Slide into them DMs at loveisblackpodcast. Yeah, slide into them DMs. Hit us up. And I think we're going to expand to a little bit more on the social media. So you may get to see us in some other places. As we slowly grow into into this social media world. Yeah. And you kind of get to see us and see us in our in our glamour. In our there's nothing glamorous about us, baby. I'm not glamorous. We, we glad? What are you talking about? Oh baby? yes, and they can watch us now. We're on YouTube. This one now? They not you can't yes. watch this episode. Right, but you will be. Wa- yes, we but will have watch. some of our episodes on our YouTube page. Yes. You so will if get you to haven't had a chance, us. yeah. So you know, look subscribe us up. Subscribe on YouTube as well. And Love is Black podcast. Right. We'll put some notes in our. You know, we'll put some info in the episode notes. Give us a shout out. Tell us what you think. You know, how good do I look? How amazing does Carice look? How you know how shiny am I looking? You know, fun stuff like that. Because I sweat a bit. But that's the struggle. So we're super excited, guys. But I think, Harvey, we've definitely come to the conclusion that without a doubt, because we've said this word more than any other word tonight, love is expectations. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast. See you next week.